Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me. This is Richard Listens, and this is the Richard Listens Show. And I'm grateful for all the wonderful contributions and guests we've been having lately. And today we cover yet another area of high performance, one that often you know, I look up to and admire, and one that fills our sporting events with uh, joy and excitement, uh, the world in which we cover uh, the acts of cheering and dance and things that amaze us and require incredible focus, concentration, and dedication. Uh, today, uh, I'm excited to be having on an uh, influencer and public figure who has been featured on uh, television shows, including uh, one which included. Uh, the lead-up uh, to the Dallas Cowboys season and called the Making the Team on the CMT Network, uh, which featured the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. She was a former Oklahoma City Thunder cheerleader, was invited back on uh, multiple seasons, and has currently been featured in Maxim, Maxim, Australia. Uh, so um, we are uh, truly thankful uh, for participants who continue to excel in multiple realms uh, that manage travel schedule uh, and the demands of combining sport, creativity, and art, and doing so in a way that brings joy uh, to many. Uh, I thank you all for, for tuning in. As always, please, if you haven't been to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash richardlistens, please do so. As always, please check us out, instagram.com slash richardlistens and Facebook uh, slash richardlistens for upcoming events, blog posts, and topics of interest. Without further ado, we will uh, get deeper look at what it's like to be an influencer 
the pressures uh, to respond to many and to be uh, photographed, seen on TV, and for some of America's top sporting franchises. In just a minute, we will uh, welcome in Miss Calissa Alin Singleton. Thank you all again for tuning in, and I hope uh, you won't be disappointed. Amazing, and here we go. Without further ado, here is Miss Calissa Alin. Thank you for Perfect. joining us. On a, on a quarantine version of uh, the Richard Listen Show. I know we would have rather done this in studio, so I appreciate your flexibility. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. very excited to be here. Thank you, and thank you for making time in your busy schedule. I was just reading off your, your list of accomplishments, um, uh, that you're an actor, you're a public figure, that you've done television, um, you know, obviously, uh, my passion for sports and um, the, the fact that we have no sporting events to go to. So a big shout out to all the people who do cheer, <laughs> dance. I mean, uh, I think it was in Oklahoma City where they had to keep the crowd like entertained for an hour or two before they canceled the season. Um, I mean, how, how yeah, did Yeah, I you, heard about that. That's yeah. crazy. Did you, did you feel empathy for the, the team, like having to keep going out there and uh, keep the crowd entertained? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it was kind of just, it's a weird time, you know, that everyone is going through. And uh, especially during that moment, you know, that's not something normal that happens. So you're just kind of scrambling around to see, you know, how to keep people entertained. And I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was, um, rough, but uh, everyone got through it. So, in the That's end, it, it all worked out. That's true. Do you still stay connected to those organizations at all, or or to that field in any, or or have you moved beyond? Yeah, from time to time, definitely keep the connections close. You know, that was um, a time that was in my life and helped me achieve certain things, and um, I'm very proud of it. So, I hold that dearly to my heart. Yes, and, and a lot of people don't appreciate, I mean, the hard work. Uh, it's not, you know, large salaries up front when you're doing dance or cheer. Um, how, did you, how did you make that happen, and, and what kind of commitment does that require when you, when you initially decide to, to do this for uh, an NBA franchise? Well, um it is a big commitment to have. So going into it, you know, you want to know all as far as the schedule goes, you know, what you're getting paid, you want to know everything up front. But um, in the end, it's, it's definitely worth it because all the experiences that you get out of it, all of the people that you meet, not just on the team as in teammates, but, you know, the people that you meet out in the crowd, because you're not just only dancing on the court or dancing through practice. You're also going through appearances and going out to the community and meeting different people, hearing their stories. And that's another major part of it, which makes it also very endearing. And um, I feel like it brought me closer to dance in general, um, just being able to connect with other people. But uh, I feel like I got to that point of really wanting to join an NBA team or NFL for dance because I feel like I've always been a very competitive person to begin with. Um, so I feel like that kind of driven me to, you know, do what I wanted to do and to try to accomplish something that I could set my mind to and just prove to myself. And um, 
to my family, you know, that, uh, you know, I could do something. So, um, it was a great accomplishment. Inner competitor, inner competitor. I mean, you know, dancers is serious, serious performance. Uh, my family is always watching dance moms here and I'm scared. I hope I don't become a, <laughs> a sports parent like that. Although I probably am in a lot of degrees. I mean, you <laughs> it's mentioned a pretty intense show. <laughs> it really is. Right. Is that, so you mentioned you came from a, a small town. What was dance an outlet? Uh, what, what, was anyone into dance around you or was it, you mentioned fast cars and uh, outdoor sports? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, So a little bit about my background. I I did come from a small town um, in Oklahoma and um, I was raised around competition in general with uh, cars and boats and all that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You know, we traveled around pretty much all of the U S doing that sort of thing. And, Um, My family was fully involved with that and I loved it. And um, I didn't start dance until I was 14 years old, 14, I believe. And um, my cousin at the time was also a dancer. And so she was really, I think she got me into the dance classes and we did it together. So that was a good shareable moment and um, just, once I started dance, I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. I didn't know at that time, you know, like I was involved in um, art mainly. I really liked art growing up. And so that was pretty much the only thing that I had. I didn't do any sports or anything. I tried. I tried basketball and that didn't really work out. <laughs> um, and so once I started dance, it something inside of me kind of just clicked and it was like, I really enjoy this. It's kind of an outlet, you know, it's like, um, whenever I started to dance, it was like everything kind of just went away and I could just enjoy, enjoy that moment. So, um, that's what I really, really liked about it. And me and my cousin were able to do it together. And from there, I just thought I would try to take it to the next level and see what happened. And thank goodness it worked. And is there a story there? Is there someone you met? I mean, did it like, was it a, did you have to submit an audition tape? Like how did the, the process from going something that you enjoy to um, really taking the leap? Um, that's a risk. Yeah, for sure. I knew if I wanted to get to the next level, it was going to involve a lot of hard work, a lot of determination, um, a lot of other skills, you know, just other than being able to dance. So I remember just dance alone, you know, you have a lot of practice, even if it's just on a competitive level where you're doing it with a studio. Um, Just doing that involves a lot of dedication and a lot of hard work. You're practicing pretty much all days of the week, even on your own, you know, you're stretching at night, doing whatever you can to improve yourself because as a team, you want to be the best whenever you go and compete. So, um, that was early on developed just through that. And then through dance, I, I remember my junior year of high school, I, I met someone that was uh, a former NBA dancer and she went to the studio that I was currently going to. And so that's how we met. And, you know, I was just, I didn't know where life was going to take me at that point. You know, I knew I loved dance and that's pretty much all I knew at that point. So I thought, you know, if I were to take this further, what do you think that I would want to do? And I considered joining an NBA team and I I knew this 
girl that went to the studio with me. And so one day I just asked her, you know, I'm like, I know that I want to do something with dance and I know that you are currently on an NBA team and I just want you to tell me your experiences, you know, like how did you get to your point that you're at now? What, what do I need to do? And so she talked me through a lot of different things and she actually ended up becoming a private coach for me. So at that point, um, every single week we would have private lessons together. She'd teach me dance, not only dance, but also verbal skills, um, you know, what all was really going into the job of being an NBA dancer. So that took a lot of time. Um, and just as I grew, more confidence having that relationship or somebody who was willing to mentor you through the process. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, if I didn't have her, I, I'm not sure what I would have done. I'm not sure if I would have continued or not, but she was definitely a big aid in my life where I was at during that point and just ultimately what I needed. So I'm very thankful that I had that connection and that relationship. And were, were, were family and were they supportive of your dreams? Oh, yes. Yes. My family was always there to back me. You know, um, they wanted what I wanted and they knew that dance made me happy. And they were always there for me. My parents were always there for me um, at dance competitions growing up. You know, like they were always there in the audience and cheering me on and coaching me behind the scenes and, you know, just telling me I could always, always achieve whatever I sent my mind to. And um, they were definitely a big supporter for me. So I was so very how, thankful. How, so how did they, how did you or they handle disappointment? These dance competitions are tough and you're being judged on creativity and art. I mean, so many different criteria to work on as a young adult. How, how did you handle that? I mean, was it, were you able to keep the joy or does the pressure start to build up? For sure, the pressure does start to settle in at times. <laughs> I mean, you know, the world isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. There's times where I de definitely did take a big loss in competitions. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm not perfect. And my parents, you know, anytime that I lost either a competition or I felt down about certain situations, I feel like they were always there for me to help build me up and just, you know, tell me that life isn't perfect and I'm going to have my downs. But as long as you just keep on going and you build on that, you know, versus keep on going down, then eventually at the end of the day, you're just going to be successful. And you just have to keep on going on. Sounds really supportive and nurturing. Yeah. Yeah. So how to, I mean, it seems scary to make the jump from, from Oklahoma to, to Jerry's world uh you know and, and the cowboys <laughs> and a tv show like did that all happen at the same time i mean did they give you a choice if you want to be on the show or was it like great this is all part of career growth at this point in time? so um whenever i i i cheered for the nba for two years for two seasons and so at the end of my second season you know it, auditions were coming up and I remember thinking to myself, do I want to audition for a third year or, you know, do you want to do something else? You know, no matter what it is, 
where do you want to go? And um, as far as being a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, that was something that I always looked forward to. That's something that I always looked up to. I watched the show many times um, on CMT and I just remember thinking to myself like, wow, all of these girls are so pretty. They dance amazing. And um, it would just be really cool to wear that uniform and being able to represent something that I feel like a lot of people think of America as, you know, it's kind of like that, that one team that everyone knows. Yeah. If the NFL so, is, is America and if a team represents America or at least right over the last, at least when I was growing up, like in the, you know, early to mid nineties, Troy Aikman, uh, you know, Michael Irvin, the, the Cowboys and the Cowboy cheerleaders are, are the standard. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so one day I, I just made the decision, you know, getting to the point that I was at for the NBA, I feel like a lot of it was just set your mind to it and do it. Um, try to go based on that thinking and, you know, let the world kind of take you wherever you need to be. And if it's right, then it's right. So I remember one day thinking, you know, this is what I really wanted to do. And I know one day, 10 years from now, if I'm looking back at my life and I said that I never tried out for this team, for Dallas Cowboys, that I would regret it. So um, I made the decision to pack up all my stuff in Oklahoma and I made a trip down to Texas and I started prep classes in Texas and while I was still living in Oklahoma, so I would drive back and forth every week from Oklahoma to Texas to take these prep classes. And I just knew, you know, I had this feeling that this is it and this is the next step of my life. So in order to do all of this, I'm gonna have to make a move, which I was okay with because this is what I really wanna do. So. I, I moved down to Texas before auditions even happened. Um, and I was able to be in Texas and go to all of the prep classes that I needed every week. So it wasn't such a hassle driving back and forth. Um, and really just dedicate 100% of my time to try to make this team. And- um, Is this like offered by the organization to try and prepare you or is it like- The prep classes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So every year the organization puts on prep classes to, um, it's an, it's an all rounder prep class. So you speak, you practice speaking as well as dance routines that kind of mimic, you know, what the style is like and, um, you talk about hair and makeup. You talk about pretty much everything, you know, uh, community work that you'll be doing. They just really want to prep you to let you know, really what you were signing up for. So um, I did a lot of those classes and I was like, you know, this is, this is it for me. This is what I want to do. This sounds like a ton of fun and I think I'm going to love it doing it. And um, so auditions came and auditions are very scary. <laughs> They're very, imagine. very scary. Um, they were held at the AT&T Stadium. Every year they are, and you also know by signing up 
for auditioning for this team that you're also going to be on a, a TV show. So that's not a choice. You do have to sign an agreement, you know, beforehand that you're okay with being filmed through all of the audition process, as well as a little bit into while you're on the official No team. private moments, no, no, no moments for frustration or tears if you don't, you know, get your routine, like it's all gonna be captured, no editing. <laughs> it's all there, <laughs> it's all out in the open, yeah. So that just adds like another wind of pressure, you know, not only do you have auditioning in front of you, but you also have all of the lights and all the cameras just like staring at you and uh, you have interviews that you go through and uh, it's a lot, it's a lot behind how the was, How did that go from being kind of when you're a performer in game day and you know that you can prepare yourself to be there for the players, the crowd, the engagement versus when you're kind of in the camera and you're vulnerable all the time? How, how did, how was that transition for you? That transition, um, most of the time you are put on a platform you know you are you do have something that you need to live up to and um i was perfectly okay with that i i liked it um i i liked being held to a certain standard i felt like it made me grow as a person um and you're completely right i mean even through practicing because of the gym that you know the practices are held at it's all clear glass so anyone can see anyone can see in even whenever you're practicing so you are pretty much put on the pedestal 100% of the time um, but you know that going into it so you kind of have to you kind of have to be okay with it <laughs> there's no really choice but it seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems some people go to the gym others may run but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash Richard Listens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. Does it bring uh, you closer to good. the other, does it bring you closer to the other, you know, cheerleaders and dancers that, that they're also like, dealing with that intensity you know like do you need a certain period of time at, at night when the cameras finally go off or you're like i better have some routine for letting go of stress because this is intense yeah it can definitely be a stressful situation um stressful environment but at the end of the day you know you have your teammates to be with and everyone else on the team is going through the exact same thing that you are you have to remember that so um as you know, as much pressure as you want to feel, you just have to remember that there is someone 
standing there and right beside you who knows exactly everything that you're going through. And I feel like that in a sense just brings everyone closer together. And that's pretty much the great team. The great thing about being on a team, you know, you have teammates. It's not just yourself. That's right. That's right. And for how many years did you, did you do that? I did that for one season. For one season? Yeah. And did you get your fill or was it just time where you felt you could challenge yourself as a performer to go out on your own? I feel like, I feel like it was, um, I had a great running through it all and I really did enjoy it. And I just felt like it was time to take a next step in my life. And, you know, no matter what that was, I just, I just felt that time. Yeah. So do you get, now that you're, you're an influencer, you're, you're out there, it's, it's, it feels sometimes, you know, dealing with so many uh, that it's, it's, you don't get the team experience. Do, do you get the team experience from being with um, other, other influencers, models, spokespeople, or like, or is it, is it just different now where you have to give yourself some of that same support that you got from a team? Well, yes, I'm not technically on a team or anything like that anymore. Um, so you do lose that aspect, even no matter what you choose, whenever you choose to go off into a different path. If you're not on that team anymore, you know, you're not going to be with a teammate, which um, is this disheartening a little bit. You know, uh, I did enjoy it, but at the same time, through the entire experience, through all the years that I cheered and danced, especially, you know, I made a lot of connections through things and a lot of friends and um, I'm not out here alone. And, you know, no matter where I'm at, um, I do have friends and stuff through taking dance classes and through acting classes and stuff. So uh, it's still, I still have teammates, I guess you could say. That's right. That's right. The connections don't go away. That's right. Right. So, um, you know, where, where do you find yourself in your career now? What, what has been, you know, how did you make the transition into, uh, you, you mentioned, I, I didn't share it with, uh, in our intro, but you've been the same photographer as, uh, as the one who's taken pictures of the Queen of England, uh, traveling internationally, international publications. Um, how has this evolved and, 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 and how are you doing with all the success and, and, and whirlwind of your career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the next step for me was um, I decided to do a lot more modeling work and also getting, getting into some acting classes as well. So, um, so far it's been a great success. I've been featured with uh, Maxim Australia, Maxim US, um, multiple of times altogether. You know, I've taken trips with uh, with Maxim Australia. So we did full photo shoots. And um, yes, I recently also went over to London, to Europe, and I did a big photo shoot uh, with a photographer that did photograph the Queen of England. So um, all of that department has been going very well for me. And I enjoy yourself? it. Do you kick yourself a little bit and be like, what? The same Queen of England. Like, I was just in Oklahoma racing cars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you have moments like that? Or is it just, <laughs> do you get caught up in, in how fast everything's moving? No, it is crazy how life works sometimes. I mean, if you can't take a step back to really enjoy things that you've done and your accomplishments and really look back, um, 
then you're not going to be able to learn and grow from those experiences. So uh, every once in a while, there's a moment or, you know, just a day in general that I'll start thinking about things that happened in my past and uh, some accomplishments that I've had and um, just what the future looks like for me. And I feel like it really evolves me as a person and it makes me grow and pushes me further. Yeah, that's really, it's really beautiful. And, and just so you know, for, for, for listeners my age, I mean, Maxim was created, the, the hybrid of modeling and sports photography. Uh, it was like an offshoot. So, you know, now they hear that they have, you know, international uh, uh, publications. It, it sounds like you really found a niche coming out of uh, dancing and, and cheerleading and then found, you know, this whole industry uh, that, that continues to grow and be able to, to represent women in sports. Yeah, for sure. Um, through all of that as well, that was through connections and, uh, just another reason, you know, to have connections is great and, um, to really make friends and just enjoy the process. So not only just going to these places and doing photo shoots, but also making friends and memories through the experiences. So you find you find your teams wherever you go. I mean, right? I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> there's still experiences, and, and you know, traveling and really putting yourself out there. Uh, I feel like if you don't have someone to share those experiences with, like it makes it real. Um, the minute somebody else is, is kind of sharing the same experience as you, and especially being able to celebrate, like, wow, like we just worked all day, but we're we're in Australia on a beach. Uh, yeah. What's 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 the fav your favorite place that you've been, and and maybe a story about maybe the place that didn't turn out as great as you thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, that's a hard question because <laughs> in general, I think I really like Europe. So um, the last photo shoot that I had in London was, you know, it was amazing. I was able being able to see new places and. Um, different cultures, the way people speak. I mean, the entire experience altogether is amazing. And I enjoy experiencing things like that. You know, it, I feel like it helps me grow as a person. Um, but oh, I think I would have to decide between either London or Bali. Um, I mean, just being on the beach and, you know, you're, you're working at the same time, but then, you know, there's a moment where you just kind of take a look over the camera and you realize that you're on a beach and this is an amazing place. The weather is amazing and you kind of just enjoy life. So I, I've always had a thing for the beach and I love the water. I love the sound. Um, I love the warmth. So uh, can you take a minute? Do they let you? Do they let you like take a day and enjoy it, or is it like a pretty <laughs> strict time schedule? <laughs> just can you take a time out and be like, you know, I, I need to go swimming and just soak this in for a minute, you know? That's the good thing about it. Yes, we did have those moments where you know you're just able to enjoy really because if you're just focusing on work 100% of the time, you're not necessarily going to be happy, or at least that's what I think. So you really just have to take in the experiences and uh, enjoy your environment and the people that you're with. Yes, completely. And you know, you are now, right, you're, you're this day and age of the influencer, right? And 
uh, you know, I'm getting my own experience with, with, with social media through the podcast and my listeners, and I'm grateful for everyone who's followed the show for four years. Uh, but how, you know, it's so natural for, um, you know, it seems really natural for you and it seems natural for just this generation that we're in. How do you manage that? I mean, having a large following and staying connected to everyone and adjusting your work to all the different media that's out there. So you are completely correct. We are definitely in the day and age of influencing and social media and, you know, creating a following and all that sort of thing. So uh, for me personally, that is a big part of my work as well. Um, it's another way of being connected. And I feel like you find a lot of people, you find a lot of connections, you find um, inspiration even through social media. So uh, for me specifically, it is an important key part in doing things and um, I feel like it's just the new thing to create work and uh, connect. So it's definitely a key thing for me. Do you feel pressure to, you know, respond or engage, you know, your viewers? How do you find this balance as a, you know, a, a professional and someone with a following and, and yet keeping a degree of, uh, you know, boundaries for yourself and, and limitations sure. of how much you can actually do? Uh, it, there can easily be an added pressure of um, trying to, you know, either post on my social media or comment on, on other people's pictures or like or uh, personally contact someone and message them. That can, that added pressure can definitely add up. And um, I feel like I just, I take a balance by really just asking myself, you know, like, is this making me 100% happy by constantly being on social media and feeling like I need to either prove myself or, um, you know, just put everything out there on the line as in keeping up with my life. But um, I like doing that from time to time. You know, I like just posting pictures just because uh, I know, I do know some of my followers personally and um, I feel like it kind of just keeps everyone engaged or me even just commenting on certain photos from either past friends or family or, you know, no matter who it is that I've connected with. Um, and it's pretty but cool, sometimes right, it is, that, uh, that, that someone could see pictures of you at the, you know, in England at the photo shoot soon after you go through it or, you know, they get to experience it with you. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's an experience in sharing together. So I know that that just, it just adds to everything and adds to a relationship or um, it makes people feel very connected and very close to you. And so I like doing that. Um, I like seeing other people's work as well, just because I know that feeling and it's a good feeling, you know, it's, it's great whenever you feel connected to someone. That's right. And you were about to say, sorry, I cut you off, that at times there, there is a, a point where you need to set a boundary or just pull back your own energy. Yeah. Um, I think that social media can also be a bad thing in some ways, just because I feel like it, uh, I feel like it can influence so much of your life where you're just constantly in a social media world and not necessarily enjoying your environment that you are in currently. Um, 
So, you know, just things as in being able to work out or being able to get outside and uh, do things to really enjoy the life that you're living right now. That's also what I enjoy. Tremendous. And which social media platform do you see having the most growth for people aspiring to follow in your footsteps or just in general, the trends these days, where, where, where do you think the the most following and potential for interaction is going to be? So um, uh, I think I'd have to say Instagram probably for me. Uh, that's where you're going to see most of my work. That's I feel like that's where I'm just personally on the most out of all social media platforms. So um, if you want to follow me, then you'll follow on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's a good opportunity. Please share uh, the various ways. I'll, I'll also list it in my closing, but the ways where you want people to contact you or if they're interested in hiring you for, for future work are the best ways to contact you and um, become a follower. Sure. Uh, so the best way of contacting me is going to be through my Instagram, foremost, probably. Um, I also have a Facebook. I have a couple pages on Facebook. I have my personal page as well as my business page. And then um, I have a Google page and I have a Twitter page. But I also have a personal website, which is Calissa.co. So you can go on there and, um, you know, if you either want to send me a message, message it'll go straight to my email or if you want to book me for a possible job then you can do that as well on my website great and all these all the contacts and, and social media that Calista's provided us will be in the, the show notes uh, maybe you know in conclusion if you could if you had advice for you know other young girls out there that are you know we mentioned dance bombs obviously there are a lot of young ladies out there putting their heart and soul into creativity and dance and really doing just tremendous, I mean, the amount of, like you said, the focus, the dedication, the time, day and night uh, to keep yourself, um, the costumes, uh, one of the dads in the neighborhood, he's, he's running and he's a soccer coach and he's also brags because he can do makeup. So the bar is getting set higher, but, <laughs> but what is your advice? Other than that for dads to, to pick up, a, you know, to make up uh, and hair. Um, for, for, for young women out there who, uh, you know, want to take a risk and would like to uh, be a spokesperson and, and affect change and give back, but also uh, challenge themselves to get into this path. So my advice would be to honestly just go for it. If you have something on your brain and there's something that you really want to do, no matter what it is in this world, you know, um, if there's something that you really want to do, you should just try it. And if you succeed, great. And if you don't succeed, that's okay too. You know, life is not being perfect. And you not only um, learn from your achievements, but you're also going to learn from the not so great things in life. So either way, just look at it as a positive side. And no matter what happens, it's going to lead you to something else in life. So if it's on your brain, just go for it. Just try it. Put yourself out there. I know it's going to be a very vulnerable moment. It's going to be uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's going to make you grow. Beautiful message from Calissa Lynn Singleton. And, and we are going to have panels coming up on sports parenting. And I, I hear a lot from what, from what you're saying about an attitude of acceptance and unconditional love and support that 
you know, if the advantage of getting your child involved in, in sports and competition early is they get a lot of experience. And with a lot of experience, you experience losing and you experience making mistakes. And, and therefore, you experience learning in life and growing up. And if they can do that in a place where they won't get judged on the car ride home or sense your own internal disappointment or frustrations, which have not been worked out, uh, I'm happy. Contact me at Richard Listens. I will help you as a parent. I feel those things. They're normal. But what, what the child needs to grow and, and eventually want to become a professional, it, it's optimal if they can do it from love and happiness and joy. Uh, it sounds like that has stayed with you, uh, no matter if you're on a, a football sideline or on a beach across the globe, that you need to be able to enjoy the long hours and the travel and, and the intensity of the work. Uh, so, so thank you for sharing uh, your gifts with us today. Uh, congratulations on, on everything you've done. Um, anything, any press that people can look for? Recently you mentioned, uh, is it Vogue or Vanity Fair or something coming out in the near future? So I recently just had um, the, the latest issue of Maxim US just came out. It's for uh, March and April. So. I think most things are closed right now, which kind of stinks, but. Um, That's right. I didn't I even ask right you now. how you're being affected by everything. How, how are you managing with. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm managing. <laughs> it's a weird time that we're all going through. And I think that we can all agree on that. Um, but at the same time, this is a great time for you to figure out something new, maybe that you enjoy to do or um, study up on certain things. This is kind of a reboot in a way, not only for the world, but also for yourself. So just take it as an opportunity. And like I said, just try to learn and grow. Thank you so much for saying that. I know a lot of uh, the athletes out there and performers are struggling because they're used to doing and it's really hard to be in this transition. So I really appreciate you, you echoing that, that there's an opportunity to learn right now. There's an opportunity to, to improve and reflect and, and ask yourself really what you want, even within your sport or career, where do you want to go next? And I'm thankful. I mean, uh, you know, your, your free time here today was a gain for my listeners and uh, I appreciate you, you giving back in that way. Um, and uh, we're really grateful and uh, we hope that uh, our listeners, especially young ladies out there, if you want to reach uh, Kalissa, uh, either comment in the show notes or let, if you have questions for her, we'll try and direct them to her and get them uh, personally answered. Okay. That sounds perfect. Uh, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. I'm really grateful. What insightful messages from Kalissa Lynn Singleton uh, sharing with us messages on being a high performer and having dreams from me being a young girl as a, through dance to take risks uh, to joining the NBA and then the NFL in uh, the leading franchise and a lot of times the picture of America and the Dallas Cowboys and their TV show and everything that goes into that and catapulting her career into modeling and beyond. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please, if you can, check out my Patreon page.com, patreon.com slash Richard Listens, or Instagram, Richard Listens. Uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in 
therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through the COVID crisis, through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.